Welcome everyone to episode two, where we're discovering our natural magic. And in this episode, episode two, we're focusing on energy channels because energy channels are vital to us receiving um, and having the experience of using our intuition. Energy channels are really the, the transport network that the information arrives from all different places. We can have energy channels quite naturally that we we seem to develop and create ourselves over time, but we can also seek out additional and expanded energy channels to um, really enhance and expand our intuition. So how do energy channels actually work? Well, we have an energy system. We have a toroidal field and a toroidal flow. And those energy channels, because when you look at life, life is energy and light and frequency and vibration. Life is all around us in this form. And this feeds into us through these channels. Those channels contain sometimes huge amounts of information that we then have the ability to read and understand through our senses. So we're going beyond our basic senses here. So we've got our normal, um, you know, senses of smell. We've got our sight and our hearing and our taste and our touch. They're all our normal senses. But beyond those normal ex senses, we have expanded senses that this is what we really work in, in intuitive development terms, to expand and open up the use of. So that that information that arrives from all these various channels, we can read it and understand it in the best way possible. So it's then all about interpretation. Interpretation becomes a skill in intuitive development terms that we seek to hone in and tighten and strengthen and become more and more accurate with over time. It's a thing that we really take pride in when we've been working with intuition for some time. So it's our ability to receive energy through these channels that allows us to use our senses in this way, thereby interpreting it, thereby making sense of this information source that's coming into us. So this really is an important component part of our intuition and, and how we work with it. So if we're looking at how we work with our intuition in basic terms, that is it in a nutshell. You know, if intuition, I think now is recognised across the majority of the population as the wider collection of information sources, that those six senses that people tend to refer to, that sixth sense, but that sixth sense isn't just one sense, it's made up of lots of different senses that we can use quite purposefully, quite deliberately, as well as quite naturally. We can use those additional senses to really read the information that's coming into us at any one time, because we can also deliberately seek the information. And that's the thing. Working with your intuition, working with your energy channels quite purposefully is something that people don't often realise that they can do or that's at their fingertips. 
And this is why I'm quite excited about sharing this with you all because there's so much more to energy channels than people realise, I think. When we look at intuition, we tend to think of it perhaps as one energy channel. And that's just not the case. Um, We have an intuitive channel and that channel helps us enormously in terms of information and our senses. And that channel generally is, is something that we can work within in terms of frequency and vibration, in terms of guides, in in terms of external sources as well of information. That intuitive channel is just one source of information that often just gives us an overview of a person, a place, an animal, a situation over life in general. And it's a two-way communication channel. When we look at the other channels available to us, we have other channels such as um, our empathic channel. You know, there's many of us listening to this podcast will relate to this as a channel itself. When we're being empathic, we can't help but be empathic. When our empathic channel is open and raring to go and we're sat at, at home watching television, minding our own business... And suddenly something quite sad, an advert perhaps comes on, um, one did today for me about donkeys, which was very sad. And it just completely transferred to me. The emotion and the sadness around that advert completely transferred to me. It's something that um, I wasn't prepared for. It just came on unexpectedly and it caught me out. It caught me out in a moment. It, it actually made me feel quite upset. And I'm, I can still think about it now. And it making me feel upset. Our empathic channel can be such an incredible tool to help us. But it can also be something that can burden us. And mean that we easily can carry other people's emotions and feelings and troubles um, you know, on top of our own. So we always need to think very carefully about this channel because it's not always beneficial to have it open. And I'll go more into how we can open and close channels later. But an empathic channel as a whole gives us the ability as a human to human contact or human to animal contact. It can give us that that heads up as to how that person, that animal, perhaps a situation we've walked into you know, what the feelings are in the room, you know, what the feelings are of a person, um, what the feelings are of an animal in front of us. And that will then lead to us taking perhaps particular action, deciding to um, say or do a certain thing. So our empathy channel, if it's open all the time like this, is picking up other people's feelings, um, all the time and that's not always a good thing especially if somebody's very negative or a bit of an energy vampire for instance we have the ability to switch it off and that's something I would ask you to be open to because it will save you and it can save you so much um, energy of your own um, not having to deal and cope with other people's emotions on top of, of your own Um, because it just saddles you so much so that it can often just keep you stuck 
if you're walking around absorbing other people's energies all the time. So having some control over that, um, I think is really super important if that's something that you can relate to. So empathy being one channel that perhaps most of us have open all the time. Obviously, not everybody has that channel open um, as most of us do. Uh, looking at the there's an environmental channel as well that we we f we feed in the energy from our environment. We can tell when there's atmospheric pressure, for instance. They say we step out of outside and we we can feel <clears throat> that the weather's on the change or there's a storm coming. So we have this sense of this information that the weather's going to be doing a certain thing or you know, when we step outside or we're in a, a busy urban environment, you know, we can feel perhaps the, the feeling in that, that space. We can feel whether it's a, a feeling of excitement and and positivity and vibrancy, or we can tell if it's a an atmosphere of um you know uh negativity, anger. Uh, again, your empathy channels coming in and play here. If you if you look at the emotions that are coming out, so in our environment, our environmental channels feeding in, perhaps to our environment and um, what's going on in our immediate outside space. But if there are people or you know anyone in it that that can and anything in it, like animals too, that have emotions, then you know we're picking up on them as well. So those two channels are in operation at the same time. And, and that's how our energy channels come into us. That's how we sense and put information together. Um, you know, that's how we get a, a bit of an overview without anybody saying anything. Um, you know, it gives us an immediate impression of, of what's happening, what's going on around us. We also have other channels um, available to us. So we have a telepathy channel this is what I like to call the screenshot channel. Telepathy is an amazing method of tapping into a person, an animal, a place and taking a screenshot in that moment. And in that screenshot, we're then able to look and, and try and interpret ourselves what's going on. And we can actually hold that screenshot um, for a period of time, perhaps even minutes. So the screenshot is holding for a period of time and, and in that time, more detail comes through. But it, your telepathy channel, that channel really gives you the ability to feel in that moment and sense what's going on for that person, that animal, what's going on for that place, what's going on for that situation. And this is something that we can deploy. And I'm saying deploy, that we can use purposefully and towards a particular person or towards a particular animal, towards a particular place. This is one of the key tools that animal communicators use. And it might be that this tool, telepathy tool, is used alongside other tools, such as the empathy Telepathy and empathy as channels of energy are often used without a second thought side by side because 
you're getting a screenshot of a particular moment for that particular person and you're also getting a feel for their emotion in that moment and that's where these two channels are being very purposefully used. So your telepathy channel is something to cherish because when you're in a situation where you walk into a room and you see a friend and that friend is perhaps pulling a face and you're thinking, oh, what's wrong with my friend? And in that moment, without a second thought, very naturally, you're trying to get as much information as you can about your friend and why they're pulling the face. And you're, without a second thought, deploying your empathic channel and your telepathy channel and your environmental channel to gather as much information. And then you're starting to realise that other people in the room are also pulling a face and that there's only one person that isn't. And then you're starting to sense that all the people pulling a face, that the face being pulled is exhibiting that they're actually um, quite bemused by something and that there's an element of them that wants to laugh um, but an element of them that doesn't want to be them that does it first. You know, and you start gathering and putting together this information from just walking in and nobody saying anything. And this is how these energy channels work with us all the time. And, you know, we're doing it most of the time without realising. But the benefits of having a consciousness of this and awareness is that when we have information missing, then that's the time that we can bring them forward and use them in a very purposeful way. When we understand all the natural channels, energy channels that we have, that we have an intuitive channel, that we have a tele telepathic channel, that we have a medium channel even. And are all of these channels, are they flowing and switched on as we want them to be? Because when channels of energy aren't flowing, aren't open as we need, then we don't get the information that we're looking for that channel becomes dry because we're not able to use it in the fullest of ways. So it's it's amazing to have energy channels open and working and flowing and providing us with an abundance of information. Um, but that's one of the first things to consider because if you're somebody that's trying to use energy channels very purposely and you're find, finding that you're not getting the volume of information, the abundance of information then that you're having to sort through. If that's not happening for you, then one of the first questions I would ask you to consider is about which channels need help, need opening up, um, need to have that flow going through them. You know, that's quite important. And in addition to your the channels that you have open all the time, you know, in this world of alchemy um in this world of natural magic we have the ability quite easily to create and open channels that we haven't had before to help us with our purpose to help us move forwards in life to help support us perhaps with the work that we're doing if we're a, a practitioner an energy therapist 
um, a healer of any kind, somebody that is always helping others and that we rely on these energy channels in order to help us paint a picture and assess what's going on for them or for animals or even for other places. Um, people have difficulties with properties and land and issues going on there. If we're using these energy channels to sense and assess what's going on, then is there anything that we can use to expand, to tap into, so we can expand those senses, so we can expand that information that's coming into us that we're using our senses for? And that's one of the incredible sides of intuitive development is that there's there's no end to the possibilities of what you can evolve and develop into and with in this in this world of um energetic intention when you start out working in a particular specialist field then it would surely help you to ensure that your energy channels are expanded appropriately that support you in this field. And so this, this area of development, enhancing where you're at at the moment, has huge potential for people, particularly those that are working in specialist fields. So in summary, energy channels. Incredible to have a conscious awareness of and to understand what part they play in the information that we're receiving, because then it obviously it helps us to understand whether we're receiving enough and whether our energy channels are working as they should be. But aside from that, it's also very useful to know that we can switch the energy channels that we have on and off as we need using energetic intention. Um, this is something that is particularly poignant, I think, for people that can find themselves um, overwhelmed with information. If you're somebody that hasn't been shown how to manage and cope with your energy channels in a you know orderly way or in a way that helps you function in a normal way in life without being overwhelmed all the time with information, without um, you know feeling that you're even unable to sleep because information your head's always active. Um, there's all kinds of situations that can be helped by understanding how to manage your energy channels appropriately. And for those of you working with clients and working with people that need help in terms of healing and in terms of development, understanding energy channels as you switch from one person to another or understanding your energy channels as you work with and perhaps you're working with animals and communicating with them and you're you're seeing several in a day. When you're working between people and animals and places and you're switching and using your energy channels in a purposeful way, then this is a time when we need to thoroughly understand how to manage and cope with them all and use them in an optimum way so that we can also have some clear space some clear space in which to rest and recuperate and ensure that we don't feel depleted. It can really take a lot out of you when you're working with all of your energy channels or they're switched on all the time, 24-7. It's thoroughly draining. 
And this is something, if you're somebody who relates to this, it's something to consider in terms of what to look at next. If you're somebody already working in a gatekeeping role or you're already working with a gatekeeping guide, this is a moment of relevance for them and that role. A gatekeeping guide, for those of you unfamiliar with uh, that term, is a being a guide that works with us through the intuitive channel, someone that we all have access to and someone who has a very strong purposeful role of helping us to protect our energy channels, our energy flows in. They have an overview of all those energy channels. So it's our first line of defence really in terms of helping us to cope and manage with all the information that we can receive. Now setting up boundaries with our gatekeeper is a really great way to work together more closely and to work in a more automated way moving forwards. Just so that um, when we're working with all our energy channels with clients or um, you know, in situations where we need to access all the information possible, when we're in those situations, our gatekeeper um, will be one of the closest um, ways for us to ensure we're working with everything that's available to us and will enable us to ask questions of that source um, through them. Our gatekeeper is also the method in which we can switch on and switch off any of the channels or all of the channels. But it's really important to know that as an individual, you'll already be walking around with particular channels open 24-7. And our intuitive channel uh, remains, I think, as one of the most important of those that's on all the time because it's our ability to receive that nudge, it's our ability to get our timings right, to get our synchronicities in place. These are all really important things for those of you that are used to that and having that guidance and help day to day. As we have, as a family today, we've had an incredible day of synchronicity. To have, have had that channel switched off prior to today, uh, we would have had a very different day today. So the intuitive channel for me is certainly one channel that needs to be kept on um, as much as possible all the time. Your empathic channel is another one I believe that should be considered to be on all the time and your environmental channel at the very least. These three channels, most of us um, go about our normal day say business without second thought and they're on constantly. The other additional channels that we may want to switch on and off as we use them um, are our telepathic channel and our medium channel and the any additional channels that we're using in our day-to-day roles and purposes. So it's something to consider and it's something to work through with your gatekeeping guide if that's someone you've already connected with. And if you haven't, having your own gatekeeping role, setting your own boundaries in place through intention will be vital. Making sure that these energy channels and the use of them are protected, and I'll repeat this once more, is essential. Because energy channels, if they're open all the time in general, can latch on to anybody's energy. And you don't want to be connected to anybody's energy um, necessarily. So 
protecting yourself and your own energy and protecting your energy channels is something that I would highly recommend um, you look into. If you have someone that's already found um, that you have absorbed energies that you didn't necessarily wish to have. So information about this, more information about using, opening and working with all of your energy channels, working with your gatekeeping guide um, can be found on my course, the energy channel course, which I'm running um, at least once, once a month. And this can be found on my resources hub at intuitiveview.co.uk under courses and also on my teachable platform, uh, which is also known as Intuitive You. Um, all information uh, about we've gone through today in the podcast and an expanded version of it in more detail and practical form can be um, accessed through this course and any one-to-one uh, connections and sessions with myself thank you so much for listening and I hope that you found this topic and subject as fascinating as I do bye for now